welcome back to the Hugo Girls podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Maddie. I'm Emma. And we are so excited to be back with another episode for you guys and another episode together because I know the past couple of weeks we've been doing individual episodes. If you guys haven't listened to those, they're both really great. Last week, Emma hosted um, Maggie Rivas and they talked a lot about female empowerment, mental health, social media. Um, I talked about the week before creating you 2.0. So just some really great episodes. But today, you guys... We're I'm back. so excited for Yay. this episode. Yes, <laughs> we are back and we are better than ever, baby. And guys, this episode, I think it's going to be one of my favorites, maybe ever. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm a little nervous for it um, because we actually, me and Maddie have not seen the questions that are going to be asked yet. We had someone pull them for us. So um, as you saw from the title, this is kind of a hot girl summer advice episode, but we had whoa, whoa. Um, apparently, according to the person who pulled these questions from us, um, some very interesting questions come through our email. So I'm a little nervous because I guess it's like we usually know exactly what we're talking about and we really have no idea what we're going to be talking about and I I hope we're like qualified to talk about these things I don't know but it should be fun (laughs) it should be it should be so fun so yeah like Emma was saying it is a hot girl summer advice column so for those of you who don't know um hot girl summer is kind of something that started with Megan Thee Stallion um and really on TikTok (laughs) and yes and it really is just to us, we interpret it as like feeling confident about who you are, having fun. Um, and we really just thought that it's more of like an energy that you encompass more so than like a look, you know? So that's that's what we're going to be talking about today. We asked you guys on our Instagram stories as well as to email us. So I think a lot of these are emails um, just from what we've kind of heard, but I'm a little nervous, like Emma was saying, but if you guys want to be a part of the next advice episode, because if you guys like these, we can keep doing them, um, be sure to email us. So it's hugagirlspodcast.gmail.com. There's also a button in our Instagram bio, which is at Podcast on Instagram. And it's just very exciting stuff, though I will say it is not feeling very summer-esque here. Um, it is 45 <laughs> degrees and raining as we are recording. I feel like this is all too common of a theme whenever we record, but that is because <laughs> I live in Colorado. So that's okay. We're going to bring the summer energy. Well, speaking of summer energy, so sorry for Maddie, but I'm actually on summer break. It is like uh. 80, it's 85 <laughs> degrees here. It's sunny. If I wasn't recording, I'd probably be at the pool. Um, and it's summer Rub for it me. Rub it in so a little I, bit more, why don't you? <laughs> I know. I'm like, here's why my life is so exciting. No, but summer's finally here. We have such different, like, school schedules because I go back, like, a month before Maddie does. So it all evens out. But, yeah, I, it's summer for me, and it hasn't even set in because I took my last exam, like, two days ago. I took it at, like, 9 p.m. at night, but got got it knocked out. And, yeah, it's summer break for me. So that's exciting. I'm, and I'm really excited for the for the hot girl summer. Yes, because it'll I'm be good. And not to it. mention, your 21st birthday is coming up. We're officially in your birth month. Yes, so it is my birth we, month. <laughs> we're going to be celebrating you together in a nice uh, 25 days. Good stuff from when we're recording this episode, not from when this episode goes Yeah, it's Cinco up, de Mayo today. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for this upcoming month. But, yeah, we will go ahead and jump right into the episode, you guys. Like we said, we haven't heard these yet, so sorry if we, like, 
mispronounce words or stutter. We're trying to figure things out. Um, I'm a, I'm very nervous. I'm actually not going to lie. I'm like super nervous. But no, no. It's going to be so good. We're so excited to hear what you guys had to ask us. Make sure to leave us a comment. If you were one of the people that like asked these questions, we'd love to, um, I guess we could look back on the emails, but we'd love to like talk with you more about it after we go through the episode. And even if you're listening, you didn't ask a question, like Maddie was saying, you can always just DM us too. I was thinking about that. Like, you don't even have to email. Yeah. I was like, you can just shoot no, us a DM, DM whatever, or I don't know, we have and, TikTok, like, all that good if stuff. You, <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I want to say, you're going to rena- remain anonymous. Um, obviously, we'll know who you are. Like, we don't know who asked these questions, but if you DM us and we see your DM, we'll obviously know yeah. who you are, but we're never going to be like, Emma asked, blah, 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 because then it's like, oh, wow, you're really out here exposing me, aren't you? <laughs> so, um... Yeah, feel free to shoot us a DM, an email, uh, drop it in our story text box, whatever you feel the need to do. If you're friends with us, text us maybe. True. I don't know. Just just all the things. But I will go ahead and start us off with the first question. Let's oh. do it. Hot girl, summer, so you know she got it lit. Okay. Hey, Emma and Maddie, in need of some advice about a guy I'm seeing. All of my friends are single and are ready for hot girl summer. You know, not being tied down and living their best single lives. And I started seeing this guy. Okay, there's nothing. Sorry, I have to give my little antidote. Like, there's nothing wrong with seeing anyone in hot girl summer. It's fine. I agree. Okay. He's really great, except the other day I was over at his house. I noticed a dating app under his recent apps on his phone. Ooh. Oh, no. I asked him about it because we're exclusively dating, and he said he just swipes for fun sometimes, and it's harmless. Oh. Do I just leave it be because he's not acting on it, or is this kind of cheating? Debating on going into single... Good, debating going into summer single with the rest of my friends. Oh my gosh. Okay, Ooh. this is this is like <laughs> multi-layered. Let me just go back to what Maddie was saying too is like there's so much of like a hot girl summer being an exclusively single sum or single girl thing and I don't necessarily yeah. agree with that. Like I have a boyfriend and you know, I can still have hot girl summer but I guess part of yeah, the like absolutely. TikTok trend of it is like being single and like doing it for you and all that stuff. But, but yeah, I, like we said at the beginning, it's the energy you it, so you can walk into hot girl summer being cuffed up and that is totally okay yeah as long as you're not like letting that dude tie your energy down then you you're golden you can still live it up um this is my opinion on this is like it really comes down to what boundaries you have set in y'all's relationship I think that a dating app for someone that's in an exclusive exclusive relationship personally is not something that I see as necessary um and it could kind of be a red flag um even if he doesn't seem to be acting on it I don't think there's really any purpose of him having it to begin with it just perpetuates like thoughts of cheating potentially or just thoughts of you know other girls um that I don't really think is necessary and I think it just comes down to you don't need to, you know, blow up on him and break up with him if he's willing to have a conversation with you about it. But if it truly makes you uncomfortable, I would just say have a sit-down conversation with him and be like, listen, A, I'm not comfortable with this. B, this gives me questions about our relationship. And C, if this is what you want to ask, which in my personal opinion, this is what I would ask, is just be like, I would really appreciate it since we are together if you would delete these apps off your phone because I don't see a need for it then you know 
regarding whatever his response is, then you can go ahead and make this, you know, you can go ahead and kind of decide what you want to do with the relationship because I don't think it's necessary for this, for this man to have that on his phone. And I'm sorry that like you had to see that because that is a little bit anxiety inducing, um, just in terms of y'all relationship. But if you guys have been together for a while, I think hopefully you guys are mature enough to have a conversation about your boundaries and how that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I think it's not necessarily necessary to have it, but I would say when, because she ends her thing, how does she word it? Debating going into summer single with the rest of my friends. So with this, I think that it's more so about how he handles it when you bring it up and say, hey, this makes me uncomfortable, whatever. If he's super defensive and he's like, no, I'm not deleting it, like you're being, like if he kind of starts gaslighting you and is like, this isn't like a problem, why are you making me feel bad and starts making you feel guilty for being concerned, yeah, maybe it's time for him to hit the curb and like move on and sure, maybe then you go into summer single, but I wouldn't, I would just approach it and like see how he responds to it at the end of the day. I feel like that's probably the best way to go about it. Yeah, because it gives him the chance to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize like it was a problem. Um, I'll go ahead and delete them. And then you can kind of be like, okay, thanks. And then you can move on. And I think that the friend issue shouldn't necessarily be tied in with this issue. There's nothing wrong with you having a relationship and your other friends not. Um, So I would definitely not base the decision off of your friends not having a boy. Um, You can always make time for your friends and, you know, your boyfriend. You can definitely find that balance. 100%. Yeah, so you don't need to feel, like, persuaded by your friends to not be in a relationship. But... Um, if he's not willing to work with you on your boundaries, then that might be something that is a deal breaker. So that's what I have to say yeah. about that. <laughs> Absolutely. You want to move on to the next question? Yeah. So, oh, okay. Actually, there's a, um, like a trigger warning for this one that concerns eating disorders. So I'm assuming that this is a topic about eating or eating disorders. So just before I read the question, just a heads up for that. Um, Okay, this one says, hey, girls, with Hot Girl Summer being so popular, I love how everyone's, like, asking Hot Girl Summer questions. I know, I love it. (laughs) um, All of my friends are beginning new diets and trying to lose weight for the summer, and the ironic part is, is they are a lot thinner than me. I've never had a good relationship with food, and while I've never been officially diagnosed with an ED, eating disorder, um, discussing diets and food all the time has been really difficult for me. Any advice on how to bring it up with my friends, or should I just do the diets with them? Oh, this is, Hmm. this is tough. Yeah, I, I hate this. So uh, first of all, um, I feel like eating disorders are a very hard thing. And obviously like we're not certified to talk on it from that perspective, just because we are college girls and we're just doing our best. Um, but I feel like you don't need to be officially diagnosed with an eating disorder to have an unhealthy relationship with food. Um, oh, definitely. I feel like we live in a culture where it is a lot of dieting, a lot of tracking calories or trying to lose weight or whatever. And I think at the end of the day, um, just being open, not necessarily saying like, hey, I have an eating disorder. Like if you want to do that, that's totally fine as well. But at least for me, I would bring it up and I would just say to my friends like, hey, like, I don't always have the best relationship with food. Like, could we maybe not discuss this all the time? Um, Or, I mean, if you want to make healthier decisions, I don't know. Like, we obviously don't know your current eating habits, you know. Um, But if you want to make healthier decisions on your own and you don't want that pressure from your friends, I would say just kind of avoid 
being in eating environments with them, you know, instead of doing like a dinner or a lunch or that kind of thing, maybe saying, Hey, let's go on a walk. Let's, um, like grab a coffee or let's go to the pool or do whatever. And if someone makes a comment like, Oh no, I can't eat that. Or I'm on this diet. Like that doesn't allow it. Just be like, okay, like cool. Like I'm still going to, I don't know. This is really hard because I feel like it's, it's really a mindset. And I, I wouldn't say, just the last question was, should I just do the diet with them? Um, I wouldn't say do it just because all your friends are doing it. Do what's best for you, you know, but also like, don't, it's kind of not an either or situation. Like you cannot do the diet with them if that's not what's best for you. But you also don't have to bring up to your friends like, Hey, I have this eating disorder. You can just be like, Hey, I'm not really comfortable talking about this. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. It's, I feel like it's easier on you almost to kind of, since it seems like it's sadly kind of a big part of y'all's conversations or just a common, you know, conversation topic that comes up since it is um, something you're struggling with and you're asking a question about which one I'm sorry that you're having to deal with this. That's really difficult. I mean, I personally, like, I have not, in comparison to, like, my roommate's um, I probably eat the most unhealthy or I used to. Um, so I can kind of relate to this. Like, and I've obviously like, not obviously, but like, I've never been diagnosed with anything and I don't believe I have an eating disorder. Like I, I don't, and I am not trying to act like I do is what I'm saying, but I've sometimes felt myself getting insecure. You know, I'm like sitting there eating French fries and then my roommate's like, Oh, I'm going to like cook up some tofu and some like cauliflower and I find myself making that comparison of like what I'm fueling my body with and why I'm not doing it the way you know she is and I don't know like I would even feel embarrassed sometimes to like walk in with like fast food or something if I had just picked it up because I was like oh I don't want them to judge me for how I'm eating and literally like your life is your life um I think if these people are truly your friends this is something you can easily bring up not that it's easy to bring up but this is something that should be accepted by them easily to be able to kind of steer that conversation away and I think this goes for so many topics like there's a lot of things that have kind of been brought to light um just in our society that may not have been offensive in the past but now are you know seeming you know they're being spoke up against as more offensive and this kind of is the same thing it's like you don't have to explain yourself for not wanting to have those conversations so I would just be like hey guys like I, you know, support all of y'all's diets. Like, I think you're amazing people. I love what you're doing for your bodies. But personally, you know, I'm struggling a little bit with, you know, my self-image and eating and feeling unhealthy or however you're feeling. And I would just really appreciate if we could kind of steer the conversation towards something else. And I think that, yes, you know, I think that is a very, very reasonable request. There's nothing you have to feel bad about. And I feel like so many girls probably feel the same way, um, Eating is just kind of an uncomfortable topic sometimes, and I know you're not oh, alone in feeling this yeah. way. And that's why I kind of brought up my little personal anecdote, because it's even been uncomfortable for me, and I'm not even someone that um, feels as if I've had an eating disorder. It's just, like, uncomfortable. It really is. So mm-hmm. um, don't feel bad about bringing it up to your friends, and if they think you're weird for, like, bringing that up, then there's bigger-rooted problems in the friendship. Yeah, I could not have said it better myself. I think, yeah, just kind of at the end of the day, just be like, hey, I'm not comfortable with it and move on and just do what you can to make them know. Just have the conversation that you're comfortable having, essentially, I guess is where we're in. Yeah, and have your own Um, diet for you because their diets might not work for you and their their timeline might not be the same timeline as yours. So just just do your thing, girl. Do your thing. (laughs) Yeah. 
there, there we go. And we will move on to the next one. Um, okay. Maddie and Emma. Hi. First off, love your show and how relatable y'all are. Thanks for making Mondays a little better. Oh my oh, God. That's so cute. Shut Thank up. you. <laughs> okay. So now for my question, I've been seeing this guy for about four months now and really like him. In fact, I think I may love Ooh. him. Oh, that's cute. I think he's the one. The only thing is I'm 21 and he's 36. Oh, wow. Okay. Ooh, wow. okay. And he's my coworker. This really just has all the little terms. Yeah, I need to like get a notepad and like write down <laughs> I know, all the literally. parts of this question. Okay. We don't work in the same department and he isn't my boss or anything, but still no one at work knows. Okay, so it's like a little work romance, yeah, but it's been the like four months. Vibes. <laughs> okay, wait, it's still continuing though. Sorry. I keep interrupting myself. There's an upcoming work barbecue next week, and he has someone else to go with him. He said it's because he doesn't want people knowing about us yet, but the catch is he's always flirting with the girl he's bringing in the office and calls her his work wife. Oh, Oh, and they are around the same age. Seems a little sus. Should I break things off? There is so much to unpack in that question. Okay, coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, that is... Okay, so... Wow. Okay, so you've been seeing him for about four months. You think you may be in love with him and that he's the one, but there is, what is that, a 15-year age difference? 21 and 36 is... Yeah. Okay, and he's your co-worker, and then he also doesn't want to make things public, so he's inviting a girl to the work barbecue that he always flirts with and calls his work wife. Yeah, can I give my Who opinion is his on age? it? Let yes, me, give me, your opinion because I'm still digesting. Okay, this is what I think is there is quite an age difference, which can be an issue. I don't want to act like that can't be an issue because me and Maddie are both. I mean, I'm almost 21, but Maddie's 21. so we're In that, our 20s, yes. Yeah, we're that age, and there is obviously a big just not even maturity difference I mean yes maturity but just like a point of life difference from when you're 36 and when you're 21 but this is the difference in this case is you guys are at the same workplace so there is a little bit of like you know mutual understanding of where you are in life if you're working at the same place like maybe you didn't go to college or maybe you're out of college early and you're already working so I don't think necessarily like the age is a deal breaker as much as the reaction to him for like as much as him not wanting to like be with you in public because if maybe you're comfortable with the age but it's sounding to me like he's not comfortable with your age and that's kind of a hard pill to swallow for you just to accept maybe that like he doesn't want to be seen with you because of your age um but at the same time I guess you just have to rationalize with how he feels. And obviously, this is me, like, jumping to assumptions. But if he's not... If you guys have been together for four months, that's a decent amount of time. And I think that's enough time for a grown man to be able to um, share his relationships and be confident in it in public. And it just isn't seeming like he's there yet with you. And kind of back to the other question we were talking about is that it really just comes down to conversation. I think... You kind of honestly need to give him an ultimatum that's like, listen, I'm ready to pursue something more serious with you. If that's not what you want and you're not comfortable, you know, going out with me in public and being open about a relationship, then I don't think this is going to work out because that you can't hide 
your feelings and you can't hide in a box in this relationship for honestly any longer especially if he's taking other girls places like that's just so uncomfortable for you and I don't see it ending well if he doesn't change how he's dealing with it exactly well and that's uncomfortable for you now because it's like now you're gonna go to this work barbecue and he's going with this other girl who he is flirting with and calls his work wife and like you can't do anything about it because like she doesn't know yeah that you guys are together you know like it's just kind of a weird situation now it's like okay do you bring someone else to the work barbecue and then he's gonna feel it's just like I don't know that's a lot to kind of unpack and I think yeah what Emma was saying is like I, I don't know, like, I maybe not give him an ultimatum, like, right away of, like, okay, right at the second, if you don't come out and be public with me, like, we're going to break up, yeah. but be like, hey, like, I really feel these ways about you, and I really see this going somewhere, um, would it be possible that we slowly start to tell people about us, maybe starting with your close friends, and then maybe branching off from there, and if he's like, no, like, absolutely not, um, then it's just not like a realistic yeah, relationship a at that point. Yeah. Well, because it's like your relationship is literally being kept in a box. And the other thing is like, I mean, I know we've talked about like age 15 years is a lot, but like if you're working the same work environment and you really feel like this is your person, maybe age is not that big of a deal. But the other thing is that you're 21 and you don't want to, maybe this is a little bit harsh of me to say, but you don't want to <laughs> waste your prime like years dating waiting around for this guy who maybe when you turn 25 is like no I don't really want this anymore and then moves on to someone else and I think the other hard part about this is like him and his quote-unquote work wife are the same age or are around the same age it does seem so yeah because then it's like okay if they're flirting together if he calls her his work wife it's like who's to know that he's not now I'm putting things into your mind I'm so sorry if this is your question but like Who's to say that he's not necessarily seen this other girl and, like, doesn't... You know, it's just dicey. So, yeah, I think bottom line conversation. Have the conversation and move on from there. Anyways, we will move on to our next question. Let's do it. Okay. These are juicy. I love them. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm having fun. (laughs) It says, hi, guys. I'm going on a first date with a guy I met on Hinge this weekend, and I'm super nervous. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm meeting him at a restaurant just to be extra safe, but I'm Ubering there in case I have a couple of drinks. He seems super nice, and we've FaceTimed, so I know I'm not being catfish, but I am someone who copes with stress by drinking. I want to have a few drinks at dinner, but I don't want to get too tipsy and be taken advantage of thoughts on how much I should drink or ways to cope with my nervousness oh my gosh this is actually okay. a really like mature question yeah and this that's is really relevant I, I feel say. like too yeah. yeah yeah I I think that overall like this is a really good question first of all props to you for being safe and yeah. ubering ubering there sorry I'm like still kind of sick so I have to call <laughs> no, you're fine <laughs> sorry um but yeah I would say First off, great job being safe and Ubering there just in case you do have a couple drinks. Um, Knowing that he's not catfished or you're not being catfished because you have FaceTimed him. He seems like, I mean, if you guys are going to get dinner like that, that's kind of like good. Um, My first thought is obviously to just know your limit 
So maybe get a drink when you sit down and then get another drink when your meal arrives. And Mm -hmm. something, at least for me, like something I personally do, um, even I did this before I was 21 and I would go out to dinner with friends who were 21 and when they would order drinks, I would always order a club soda with a lime um, because it's a little bit more fun. It's not, it's very cost effective and it's a little bit more fun than like normal water. Um, But the thing is, is like when you're nervous, you're obviously going to like eat or drink more and you're going to want something to kind of like fiddle with. So maybe ordering a club soda with a lime. So like grabbing a drink when that drink's done, when the waiter or waitress asks like, hey, do you want another round? Be like, actually, can I have a club soda with a lime? And then when you have your dinner, maybe grab another drink or something like that. I, I guess that would be probably my first thing. I don't know. Do you have anything to add? No, I completely agree. I think what it comes down to, it's probably not even, at least from how I'm perceiving this, it's not even like the alcohol that's that's you're coping with, I guess. It's just like the act of drinking, the act of doing something. Exactly. Yeah. So, it, like, I so you're completely agree. And occupied. Maybe, and if it is more alcohol specific, you just really have to, um, like, obviously you're very self-aware in that sense, which is the first step of like solving problems like this. Um, and if it is alcohol specifically, I think you can, again, like give yourself kind of time limits of like, okay, I'm going to have, one drink and then when the appetizers come I can have one more and then when my meal comes I'll have one more and then I'll be it so kind of give yourself timelines but if it's just drinking kind of the act of drinking kind of just you know those like fidget toys what were they called fidget spinners exactly it's like the the same idea of like when you're nervous or you're stressed out because you're on a date which one I hope it goes so well um yeah good luck girl yeah (laughs) no but I think it's helpful to um have something to just occupy yourself with so I think like Maddie was saying like a club soda or something that's non-alcoholic it's probably a really good alternative for you to kind of switch it up so you're still like I guess keeping yourself occupied and you can drink as much as you want and you're not going to go over your limit exactly and then the other thing the other part of that which I totally get with the ubering um because obviously you're trying to be extra safe and like uber in case you have a couple drinks so you don't drink and drive which is great um but maybe because at the end you said you don't want to get too tipsy and be taken advantage of. Um, so maybe like when you're leaving the restaurant, you know, after a first date, some guys are a little bit interesting. They'll be like, oh, like I'll give you a ride home or no, just come back to my place and then you can go home, like whatever. I would just be like, oh no, I already called my Uber. Maybe walk to the bathroom, text a friend and have them call you so that you can be on the phone with them until you physically get in the Uber. Um, At least that's something that, at least for me, would make me feel better because then you can be like, oh, no, sorry, I already called an Uber. Thank you so much, though. Like, I actually, you could even lie and be like, I'm actually meeting my friend for a drink after this or I'm actually going over to a friend's house for a movie night or whatever and then just be like, oh, this is her now and then grab on the phone. independent video, too. Exactly. Some summer energy be like no I'm actually I have other plans thanks though yeah no but also if it's no go ahead go ahead (laughs) no no no. I was just gonna say and I mean like even if the date does go very well like it's still it's not weird to have someone call you and be like hey are you still coming to the wine night are you still doing this if it's at the end of the date you can be like oh yeah like I had a really great time tonight if you want to give them a little kiss whatever do that and then be like but I'm going over to my friend's wine night so like I'm gonna go it was so great like seeing you like let's grab drinks later this week or whatever you know 
No, I, I agree. And it's kind of your call, depending on how the date goes, I guess, and how you're feeling. But especially if you feel yourself um, kind of over the edge in terms of drinking, I would definitely suggest doing what Maddie said. Um, just kind of having someone else to keep you accountable. Maybe have your friend, like, be like, hey, I'm going to text you. I should be done with dinner around this time. I'm going to text you. Um, I might need you to come pick me up. So you kind of have that plan already rolling. But you'll be yeah. so good, girl. You'll be good. I think you are get very self-aware. Yeah, and I think you're going to have a great time. Um, yes. So good luck with everything. Absolutely. Do we have one and more? And I, I think this is our last one. All the time oh, is flying no. by so quickly. <laughs> okay. Hi, Huga girls. Oh, wait, that's cute. Hi, Huga okay. girls. Long-time <laughs> listener, and I absolutely love your show. I was so excited to see you were doing an advice episode because I've been struggling lately with self-confidence and was hoping y'all could help. I live on the beach and have always hated summer because I don't like the way I look in a swimsuit. I have the worst ingrown hairs and bikini line bumps, and like every girl out there, my stomach is never toned enough. Any advice on feeling confident in a swimsuit this summer? I don't want to dread going out on the boat or to the beach with friends. Thanks. Love you guys. Aww. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah. Um, I can relate to how you feel so much. Oh, my gosh. I think everyone Me too. does. Everyone does. Um, I especially, I'm someone who was, like, stick skinny in high school, and now that, you know, I've matured more and I've, like, not because I was a dancer too so I was working out like every single day and doing all these intense toning things so like I have you know like gained weight um and just doing birth control even like I started birth control too like who knows but you know long story short I've gained weight and I've had a little bit of a struggle with feeling confident in a bikini um during the summer and it's a sucky feeling so one like I just want yeah. to let you know that you are definitely not alone in this and I feel like oh, even the, the girls you might idolize and think like oh my god they have you know the body that I want they probably have their own insecurities too so let's just start there um I think confidence really comes in one just wearing things that you feel confident in like get a bikini in your favorite color get a one piece get um I love freaking like what are they called like the high-waisted the high-waisted bikini bikini bottoms yeah and not saying you have to do that to like cover anything up but it's literally more about just like I personally I mean this is just me spewing my opinions but that's something that makes me feel really confident too so I think you have to one find what works for you um because you know a swimsuit that you see on your friend might not be your favorite swimsuit on yourself so um go shopping a little bit find things that are going to that are going to make you the most comfortable one um and two it really like this is such a hard mindset to get into but it really does not matter what other people look at you and think at all and if you're hanging out with people that are truly your friends they probably care way 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 less than you do about how you look and in the best way too it's like you just always psychoanalyze yourself like I know my roommate Reagan she was like oh my god like I have this zit and I looked at her face and I was like literally where like I could not even see it and like she was like obsessing over it so it's kind of that mentality and I feel like so many people feel this way but you look at yourself and you see everything wrong with it just because you know your body so well so you know exactly when something's off or you know exactly when something doesn't look how you want it to but other people that are truly there for you and that care for you they are not looking at you and thinking poorly of you or thinking about your bikini line bumps or anything like that um I just think it starts with finding stuff you feel confident in and then surrounding yourself with people that you can be confident around yeah absolutely and taking it one step farther even kind of 
looking specifically like with ingrown hairs or bikini line bumps first of all all of that is so normal all of it's so natural everyone has it I know it's worse for some girls rather than others um like Emma was saying find a swimsuit that works for you and makes you feel confident confident but also find a routine in terms of self-care that makes you feel confident so maybe instead of shaving or waxing try sugaring because I know that that's a lot better for ingrown hairs or bikini bumps maybe um I don't know like I at least for me I personally feel more confident in a bikini when I'm a little bit tanner. So self-tanning or going and getting a spray tan and sometimes that covers up the hyperpigmentation around your bikini area or um, it makes you feel a little bit more toned in your stomach because your like abs are a little bit more defined or like different parts of your body just look a little bit better when you're tan I feel like sometimes and that's totally a personal preference like no just I feel the same I'm way saying, I love myself yeah. with a tan I'm like damn I look snatched for like no reason exactly <laughs> yeah so I think just self-confidence really is just confidence obviously that comes from within and now I feel like have you seen those TikToks that are like um where it's like this place is a place where I go to be in this place like that's me being like Self-confidence is confidence of yourself. Um, Hell yeah. But (laughs) without being like reiterating what the word actually means, it really is just finding pieces, finding a grooming routine, finding a self-care routine um, that makes you feel good. Maybe put a little body oil on your legs to make them a little bit shinier or um, get that spray tan or maybe like put on a little bit of makeup if that's going to make you feel more confident. But at the end of the day... um, it really is just, it's very, very personal. And no one, like Emma was saying, no one is looking at you as in depth as you were looking at yeah. yourself. They're all looking at themselves just as much as you are um, looking at yourself. So yeah, I and you're going to kill it. And like we said at the beginning of this episode, Hot Girl Summer is not a look. It's not a way of like, I, I feel like there's so many misconstrued ideas on TikTok or on Instagram of like, oh, Hot Girl Summer, I got to eat this or gotta eat in a calorie deficit or gotta have a six pack or gotta have a big butt or whatever and it's like at the end of the day it really is a feeling and it's how you feel the most confident so wow well we agree we really covered all the I think that is all of our questions that was a really fun episode that was fun I I, in my head now I was like the hot girl summer summer no, we get lit. I know, literally. That was my favorite song last summer, and now it's like, I feel like it's graduated onto some sort of like theme now for this summer. But oh my oh, god, that was absolutely. so much fun. Thank you guys so much for one, for everyone who asked questions. You made this episode yes, what thank it was. You. Um, you guys had like, I love the email ones because I feel like they're more in depth. Like, these were actually some good stories to hear about. Yeah. This was really, really well, fun. And I hope you guys appreciated I, what we said, our feedback. <laughs> Yes, it was super fun. And like we said, we just had someone, um, aside from the two of us, pull these questions together because we were like, okay, like, do you see an overwhelming theme between certain questions? So if we didn't answer any of your questions, um, we will hopefully do some more advice episodes. So we'll keep all of these um, together in a folder and pull from them as time goes on. If you guys like this, um, make sure to review us. If you're feeling like giving us five stars or writing us a little review, yes. it helps us out. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Huga girls podcast. That's H Y G G E girls podcast. So you can DM us your, um, advice questions there. Um, 
Maybe we could do like crazy stories or something. Ooh, that would be at fun some one. point in time. Like, if anyone has any crazy like dating experiences, or I always find those so interesting. But anyways, um, we are so happy to be back with another episode for you guys each and every Monday. So stay tuned for next Monday, where we will be back and better than ever. Um, yeah, I feel like that's we're kind of just signing off. I'm losing my voice. I've been sick for like the past week, so my voice is becoming more hoarse now. Oh, yeah. Feel feel better, Maddie. You sound so much better than you did. That's why part of the reason that she wasn't on the episode last week is because... Oh, I gave, yeah. you, a, I gave you a shout out. I was like, feel better. I know. I heard it. I know. Thanks for listening. Um, love my fans. No, but um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening, especially if you listened all the way to this point. We love you guys. Uh, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram, TikTok, um, and we will see you next Monday. Stay happy. Stay yeah. healthy. Stay hygge. Stay hygge. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.